Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning everyone. Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? Oh, good, thanks. I praise my God for that. Thank you, Jesus. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Lord, for a bright new day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And his word says that he has plans for us. Out of his infinite love for us, he daily loads us with benefits. He has loaded those benefits into this day and has placed us, each one of us, in it. We thank you, Father, that your plans are to prosper us and give us an expected end. What your word says we should have. Jesus said, I came that you might have abundance. You created us in your image and likeness that we might have dominion. We thank you, Father, that you have placed us in this your day. And you fill it with all the good things that come from you. You provide all our needs, physically and spiritually. It is you who lead us. It is you who guide us. And you provide your peace and your joy that fills our hearts and brims over. So that out of that peace and that joy in our heart, we are able to make our prayer. We are able to bless ourselves and others. And we share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family called by your name. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them or do not know how to pray. As also with all those that are Christians and yet do not know you. And all those that have turned away and do not want to know you. We ask for a quickening. Draw them near, Lord. That they might call upon you and be saved. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. With the confidence that everyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame, shall not go back empty and in the same way that they came, but shall be filled by your presence. The name of our maker, our creator, the great I am, the most high, the God of overflow, the God of miracles, the strength of our salvation who has covered our head in the day of battle. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who is our rock, our refuge, our strength, our foundation. The word that is food for our soul, our daily bread coming straight down from heaven, spiritual manner. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. And we pray in the name of his spirit that makes the word real to us. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of all victory and power. The one who changes the times and seasons. The, ones who, the one who quickens us. He has made his tabernacle in our body and now gives life to our spirit. That when we are born again and made alive in your spirit, with your spirit coming into us, Lord, we are restored to the glory of Adam in the way you created him. The Adam the whom you desired to have not only abundance where he could eat of any tree around him that's in your kingdom, but the one who would have dominion. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us 
with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer to legally authorize you to step into our challenging circumstances. You have blessed us with the opportunity to commune with you and have that relationship with you from our hearts, in our spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with the provision of all our needs. You are able to make every grace abound towards us. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that we would ever need. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels of destiny help us. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to reveal your principles, your prophecies, your promises that were hidden in your word. You now make them real to us as you grant us understanding. You were willing to pour out your wisdom. You said, let him who lacks ask. And you would be ever willing to give the full measure. Not in accordance with what we deserve. Not judging us for our sins and our limitations before that. But the full measure. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit of revelation that you pour into each of these sessions in our morning encounters, in Brother Savio's reflections, in our evening rosary and divine mercy prayers, and more so in our Friday Bible study sessions. We thank you, Lord, that you are doing a new thing in our lives every single day, that we are not the same as we were yesterday. We have grown in your wisdom, in understanding, and in knowledge. Just like your word says, Jesus grew in stature and in knowledge, in wisdom. Help us grow as well, Father. We thank you, Lord. We cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make this day by the precious blood of Jesus. We also cover and seal every person, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. And every person that is part of this prayer meeting by your precious blood, Lord, and we declare it as our spiritual barricade, our hedge of protection from every attack in the spirit. Grant each one an understanding of what this hedge of your blood means and how we can use that and erect that hedge around us. That blood that has won all victories, that blood that the enemy fears, we put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy, pure and perfect will, Father. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it and we send it in faith in the powerful name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for giving us that life and giving us the ability to choose life through discernment. And that life and death sits on our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. 
Today we continue on our topic of should we beg or command in our prayer. The second part. Yesterday we saw that it is a restored person whose relationship with God is restored. That is the one who can command. And so question is, who is a restored person? And how does one get restored? Jesus answered this question when he said to Nicodemus, no one can enter the kingdom. Only a restored one can enter the kingdom. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. Born of that spirit. So a restored person is one who is washed of sin through repentance. That is born of water. The cleansing. Baptized in water. And then receives the spirit and is born again and alive in the spirit. Through the baptism of the spirit. And that restoration can only come when we repent. When we renounce sin. And we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Then the two baptisms take place. That's when we receive the gift of salvation. And we come back into the kingdom. And then just as we see in, as we see in Luke 15. In the parable of the prodigal son. That exactly explains this process. Where when the son returns and he repents. He's brought back into the house. The first thing that is then put is the robe of righteousness along with the ring of authority on his finger. Everyone that repents and comes back to God is brought back into the kingdom and restored to this authority of Genesis 1 verse 28. That robe of righteousness and the ring of authority on the finger represents restoration of authority. He who recognizes this authority given to him can then speak with that authority. So it is not every Christian who is not born again, but only the one who is born in the spirit that can command. Salvation, therefore, is not a small thing. It is not just salvation from sin and death. But along with restoring to life, God also restores authority. And that is important for us to understand. Now this is why our job of bringing people to Christ becomes important. It is only after the baptism, after that kind of baptism, that the heavens above them are opened. And that was demonstrated to us when John baptized Jesus in the Jordan. As soon as Jesus emerged out of the water, he symbolically showed that the heavens above him opened. For all those that are not baptized, it is still shut. And that's the difference between prayer under an open heaven and prayer under a shut heaven. Prayer under a shut heaven does not reach anywhere. 
and now you know which one then will be answered. Jesus' ministry was also activated after John baptized him in the Jordan. And the Bible records that the heaven above was opened. So when people say, if Brother Vivek prays, it will be answered. When I pray, I don't know. What is special about his prayer is this open heaven. But the good news is you can have it as well. You can have that open heaven above you. Focus on restoration of your relationship with the king, with God. Then you will walk in his authority under that open heaven. Your communication with him is clear and an open, continuous channel. That is an open heaven. It is not restricted to a few. He is willing to open that channel up to everyone that has a desire for it. And such a person then can now declare, as Mark 11 verse 23 says, If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, then it will be done for them. Now, does not doubt here means they know their authority and are confident that it will work, are confident of who is backing it. That is the meaning of here. He does not doubt in their hearts, but believe that what they say will happen. Then they can command something that may look very big, that may look daunting or fearful, that might look like a scary challenge or a big storm that has surrounded them. They can command something like that into subjection and just as the word here in Jesus said, it will obey them. And obviously those commands can only work when they are catalyzed by faith and when it aligns with God rule, God's rules and is backed by God's government. I say those three things, the three variables again. Those commands can only work when it is catalyzed by faith. You must have 100% faith in your heart, no contamination. When it aligns with God's words, because we know that he only hears and answers when we ask according to his word, his will. And then that is backed by his government. So now you speak it under his authority. Then that mountain moves. I hope this is giving some insight to some of you who have started thinking about, oh, this is how I'm going to change my prayer now. The important thing to remember is it has to be backed by God's government. You cannot take him out of that equation and expect it to work. The line of authority has to be linked to the source of authority. See what 1 John 5 verse 14 says, when we ask according to his will, he hears us. We shall stop it there for today. We shall continue this on our third part on when one understands this authority, then how things change. We'll look at a couple of examples from the Bible as well. Hopefully that gives us an understanding then of what authority is given to us and how we can use it in our prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray 
for that understanding, that wisdom be granted to each one of these so that their personal prayer life is transformed then because they understand how your systems work because they understand how your kingdoms work when they approach you with that hungry heart and they have received their gift of salvation and your spirit has filled their hearts their spirits are quickened and made alive then that prayer made under an open heaven speaking your word praying your word back to you as your ambassador as your representative they are able to pray your word back to you and they are able to command out to others And truly your kingdom has come to them, Father. That prayer that we make every single day that Jesus taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. That we are connected back to you. And then your kingdom come and your will be done in our lives. That prayer starts to take effect. We thank you, Father, that you are doing a new thing in our understanding today. That you are giving us a new perspective on how we pray. And through your spirit, you minister to us. That you show us, you reveal to us what must change in our prayer life. And how we can further strengthen our relationship with you. We ask for that discernment and we ask for that understanding and wisdom, Lord. Open our eyes, our ears, and our hearts to see into your glory. And to be connected with you at all times in our spirit. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. In a special way, we pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures. And if there's someone that you are praying for, I'd like you to take a moment now and speak their name out and declare over their lives. Remembering that you have that authority. Let us put to use what we have learned today. We also pray, Father, for all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation of any kind. Even the slightest misunderstandings that have set them apart. When the wicked one seeks to steal, kill and destroy. We come against all that force of wickedness. And we ask for your love and your peace and your joy to touch that home, Lord. For what you have joined together, what has your will in it, let no man and no spirit separate. Let your will and your kingdom come in their lives, Lord. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds. Especially that of addictions, compulsive behaviors, mental disorders, depression, anxiety. Anything that keeps your people in subjection, including locked mindsets, limitations by traditions and customs that has been handed down over generations, and we have unquestioned, uh, with, we have uh, followed them without questioning them. Open our eyes to reflect on those based on the truth that is revealed in your word as a mirror. 
that when we pass it through that word, we are able to see the difference on what aligns with your word and what doesn't. We ask for that renewal, that transformation, Lord of the mind and our hearts. That whatever is not in accordance with your will and your word, we cast it out. And we bring on, we take on more of what your words teaches us. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. Quicken them, Father, that they might call on your name and be delivered. That they might see your truth, your glory revealed. And that truth shall set each one free from every struggle, every challenge in their life. From every attack of wickedness that has sought to steal from them. We take a moment for you to place your own personal needs here as well now. And then we come in, in agreement with each prayer that is being made here together. Father, you have given us that power in the prayer of agreement. Just as your word in Matthew 18, 18 to 20 says, we use that prayer of agreement now in our prayer. We come in agreement with every word that is spoken in each of these prayers, Lord, as we raise them jointly to your altar. We thank you then that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer in faith, believing that what we have spoken now, that we receive in the spirit, and it must be manifest in the physical as well, because that prayer is made under an open heaven in the spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer of agreement in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandakiyam <laughs> <laughs> 
While we are praying this morning, the vision that the Lord gave me was a prayer meeting. And the Lord was present. And this one person had a vision of the Lord. And this person was bowing down before the Lord. Then other prayer group members were come, coming to try and pick up this person because they're in such adoration of our Lord and they couldn't come near this person. The presence of the Lord around this person, they could not come near them. They could not touch them. The scripture I was given this morning is from 2 Timothy 2.19. But God's firm foundation stands. 
bearing this seal, the Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Jeremiah 24, verse 7, quoted from the NIV version where it is written, I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord. They will be my people, and I will be their God. For they will return to me with all their heart. This is directly connected with what we have reflected on today, the restoration process. The second one is from John 15, verse 5, where it says, I am the wine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a third scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is taken from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, quoted from the NIV where it is written, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So important for the healing process. That one verse covers everything that is needed for healing. Physical and spiritual both. Thank you, Father. We have another scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Numbers 23, verse 19, quoted from the NRSVCI, where it's, it is written, God is not a human being that he should lie or a mortal that he should change his mind. Has he promised and will he not do it? Has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's reflections and our other prayer sessions as well, the one that's done in the evening, the daily rosary and the Divine Mercy Chaplet, if you are attending that session as well and that is blessing you, please share that link that is being shared in our Telegram group Share that link with other friends and family. Invite them. There are others that might want to pray that rosary with someone and just don't have anyone yet. Invite them to come and let them be blessed in the same way as you are as well. Also a reminder about our topic for Bible study this Friday. It is a continuation in our series on the power of praying in tongues. We will learn in this series about the language of the recreated man why speak in other tongues and the New Testament experience. And this is a powerful series. You have seen that many have got the gift 
of tongues and some other gifts as well, the gifts of the Holy Spirit during last Friday's session. If you have experienced that, share your story with others, invite them to come, let them also get the same gifts and that same blessing. We shall post links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube on all our different platforms, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, Instagram, as well as on our Telegram group. So you can use any of those links and share them on whichever social media platforms you're using. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. You, Russell. God bless you. God bless you all. Thank God bless you.